Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Dad Legend. Today, I'm going to be talking about a little bit of life post-patch, what I've been playing, what I'm into, what I'm not into, what state of the game is, what I had for breakfast. Okay, I'm not going to share that because it's not that interesting. I'm not really a breakfast kind of guy. What can I say? Coffee and thick cream, baby. That'll hold me for the day. Um, I, since my last one, I dung legend. I made a Reddit post about it. So if you are on the comp hearth subreddit, you might have seen it um, with my quest druid. So I did not expect that to happen. I did not force it. I am kind of a, if I get legend on a heater kind of guy, and that seems to happen pretty often. So I guess when you play what you love, sometimes it works. Um, I do not think that it's a great at a great spot in the meta to play this deck, but it's a lot of fun. And depending on your meta pocket, I mean, the meta's changing right now. It's uh, it's getting slippery. I swear, Rogue doesn't take much. All of a sudden, Rogue is back on the scene. So we'll talk about that. What else is being played a little bit? I'm seeing lots of Rogues, but I'm killing them with what I'm playing right now. But um, I just want to talk a little bit more about my climb to Legend. I had been... What did I... I think I was, in my last podcast, I was talking about how I just kind of went back to Nega Mage just for dailies and then start going on a heater. And I'm like, oh yeah, I like this deck. And I got up to rank one and then I, I didn't want to necessarily ding with that. So I started playing just stupid decks and fell back down to three. And then the next day or two, I'm just like, I had a Druid daily and I'm like, let's, let's pick up good old, uh, good old quest Druid. And uh, I went on like a 10 and 0 heater all the way to Legend. So that felt good because it was like, that was right after the patch. So everybody was playing Beast Hunter and Control Warrior. Not necessarily great matchups, but I'm telling you, this it's a hard deck to play. It, it's very rogue-esque, um, just like a weapons rogue um, with the combos. And, and it does have, you know, it runs the Starfish, so you can break through everything and just hit these wild combos to the face. But... Um, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. My deck list seemed like it had some interesting choices in it, which I was chatting about with some of the folks on Reddit. So that was pretty cool. Neat to see some feedback. Some people had success with it. Others not so much, but um, but they're having fun. And that's what it's all about. So if you're interested in checking that out or just want to talk about it um, or other decks, I mean, that's just a, I got the, uh, the Quest Druid post on competitive Hearthstone. Then you can find me, The Sad Life. So I have a YouTube channel called The Sad Life. I'm a stay-at-home dad, and I I review all sorts of products. That's kind of where I've been taking the channel. Over the last year and a half, I've been throwing lots of, you know, testing out lots of little different niches. I've got a background in internet marketing, so I know I know how it goes. But what I what I enjoy most is is testing out different um, products and services and stuff and reviewing them. And I've been having some good success with that lately. In fact, I've had I did a true classic t-shirts. I don't know about you guys, if anybody else gets those ads bombarded to their Facebook or social media, but it's just these t-shirts for dad bods or whatever. And uh, and I bought some of those and reviewed them. And then that, that video is starting to get some momentum. So this Chinese company reached out to me and they're like, hey, we want to send you some t-shirts. I'm like, all right, I'll take your free t-shirts. Sure. Some weird brand, Theobach, which I'd never heard of. 
Uh, but then uh, a couple days ago, I got an email from Built Basics, and they do the clothing from the Unbox Therapy guy. So legit big one. And then they wanted to send me some products. So I'm like, all right, things are going. Things are happening. So they're sending me some products this week. And, um, and then this morning, I got uh, another <laughs> Chinese company want to sponsor me. So it's really neat. I've been putting in a lot of time with all this you know, content on my YouTube channel um, and here with the podcast. So it's neat to see it start paying off. Um, and that's why I'm kind of going to merge these two together. This, this dad legend podcast kind of, you know, if you want to support me or chat with me, you can follow me on the sad life on YouTube or just on, on Reddit. We can chat or whatever. Cause I love the reason why I'm doing all this is I don't have a lot of friends in my area that share the same interests as me. I don't know what you guys. Um, so I'm trying to kind of create my own little friends. Let's create my own little community here of people that yeah, want to chat fun decks, like chatting competitive Hearthstone, like chatting some other stuff as well. Just good products, good games, good things, good music in general. So um, if you want to support me, follow me over on the Sad Life uh, on YouTube, and that'll be awesome. And chat with me in the comments or, or whatever. All right, let's go back into it. Um, so Quest Druid, fun deck, not so great on the ladder. Um, right now... Well, the last couple of days has been changing a bit. I've been seeing lots of control warriors. There's lots of rogues going around. Rogue, rogue is just, they high roll so hard. If you haven't seen it or played against it much yet, you, you will. They can just cheat out a lot of three threes, stealthy three threes, and they can get them out early and they can get them out fast. They got the pandas, they got the vessels, and then they got the gnolls are back in the game because somebody thought that would be a good idea because we weren't all, didn't get nerfed for no reason. Ah, yeah. Unnerfing cards, huh? They always seem like they come back with a vengeance. But um, but yeah, Rogue seems pretty strong right now. I do like Rogue. I was playing with a couple of the lists. I like the list that was running the new Naga that gives you the free sprints and free vessels, but I don't think it's the optimal list. I think people are still kind of figuring it out right now. So I think we are going to see more Rogue, and I think that decklist is just going to get a little bit better. When it high rolls, it high rolls hard. Frustrating to play against, but maybe not broken. I think it, it'll, it'll still be beaten. I guess there's the Warriors out there still going to war. And um, yeah, I saw people... I've lost against Naga Priest, although that seems like a bit of a meme deck, but when they start off hot and you're a minion deck, good luck with that. So um, what else are we seeing? I'm just going to pop over to Donkey. Donkey.top. And let's see what the people are playing right now. Rogue, Rogue, Rogue. Okay, there's a couple of priests. Like we're seeing, which are those priests? They are the Naga Priest, Naga Priest. Okay, people are trying that. we got a few people demon hunting here. I see the big beasts. Um, hunters, hunters. And there's some ramp druid, Rogue Priests. Warlock. Yeah, the Curse Lock seems... I'll talk a little bit about Curse Lock a little bit. And uh, Hunter, Rogue, Paladin, Priest, Rogue, Warrior, Hunter. A little bit of Shaman and Demon Hunter sprinkled in here. Interestingly enough, I'm not seeing any Paladin at the higher up levels, which is what I've been playing and having success with. But I think Paladin just feels kind of tired. The, the archetype, the mech stuff doesn't feel dissimilar to Wabram Pally, I guess. Just got some divine shields. You got big minions. 
I haven't played the, or tried the control paladin myself. I've never, I don't know why. I, Paladin's a funny class with me. But anyway, uh, the meta's in a, in a place that's still sorting itself out. I don't think people know what's best. I think everybody's waiting for the new Vicious Syndicate report, and then we'll start playing whatever they tell them to play is what people are going to play. So I like it right now where nobody really knows what they're doing, and I'm seeing a, a bit of variety. People seem to be leaning towards the rogues. But um, yeah, you get one Vicious Syndicate report and our one streamer having some good success and that'll just change it all. So kind of love hate with the Vicious Syndicate stuff. I love what those guys are doing. I hate how everybody just, if they say play this, play that, that's what the meta is. So we I did see today there's the Heroic Brawl of Zeum, um, which I was saying in my last podcast how I want some stakes because like this morning, so today I went on a heater with Paladin. You know, I went like 10 and 0. I'm playing on my mobile, so I wasn't quite able to track the stats on that. But, you know, I went from, what, 10,000 legend to under 8,000? Whoop-de-doo, Basil. Who cares? There's nothing. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? I can't ding legend again. Although it would be cool if they have, like, levels of legend or something like that. I just need something else to ding. What else am I doing? I'm playing for no reason now. So, Yeah. I knew, I, I said it before, I, I hate dinging because then I get bored. And now there's just no reason to play. So what, I went on a 10 and 0 heater. When you when you do that to get to Legend like I did with my Druid, feels amazing. In fact, that might be one of the most satisfying Legend climbs I've ever had. At least the finish part with the Druid because it was, I'm playing a janky homebrewed kind of deck. Um, you know, you find them, beat the pocket meta that you're in. And then it feels so good. You hit, you achieve your goal. And now what, what am I, I got nothing to do. Luckily the month's almost over. So, Hey, I'm not going to QQ too much. I mean, I am QQing because why not? It's always fun to listen to people moan about stuff, but, um, but yeah. So I have been playing, I, I had a couple lists. I had a hand buff list and then I kind of, let me just, pop it open here bloop, 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 bloop. okay nothing too crazy in my list it's a bit of a hybrid between hand buff and mech pally um, i'm running the radar detector spell and the the dude the stone hearth vindicator to pull them out that's the only spell that the deck is running other than that it's just all value generation but the radar detector is just so nice because it helps pull your little four two bubble guys when they put a the sunken moon catcher in the bottom of the deck. Um, and because I am running the overlord Runthok and then the prismatic jewel kit, the stuff, those are all, you know, things that buff minions in your hand. When I, when I am able to, you know, play that guy who, who scrapes the bottom of the deck and pull a bunch of cards, if I've got my, my weapon up that it's just, it's a lot of stats. And you don't want to miss out on those stats. That's those stats, the hand buff stats are what beat control warrior. They're what beat ramp druid. Because when you're having, you know, playing two mana six sixes over and over again, um, they just can't keep up. So I, I left a blade master in there for trades because that card can be totally insane. But otherwise, you just got to fight hard for the battle or for the board. Um, and if you lose it, you know, I, I guess a rogue. I, I beat rogues though because I, I run a lot of taunts. I keep the little um, righteous protectors in there and the Anoyatrons. You know, you buff them up one or two times. All of a sudden, 
your enemies trading all their three threes into your little two mana minions. Well, meantime, you're uh, you're still drawing cards and buffing up all your other stuff. So, yeah, Paladin is strong, really good, um, but it's fun because I'm winning. When I start losing, usually if I, I'll probably lose one game with this and then maybe move on to something else. Um, that something else could be some more Warlock. Um, I did, on day one launch, I went to Curse. I did some Hunter and I did Curse Warlock were the first decks I played. Um, this version, the newer version of the deck from when it, it came out, it's a little bit different, but it's not that much different. Um, but what's, what is different is the meta because now that the Demon Hunter um, isn't just smarking them down, there's a good chance for the curse lock so warlock has so many tools to control the game it's it can be so frustrating to play against um i've had it with my paladin they they beat me because they're just clearing my board over and over and over again and you're just like what how do you have all those cards because your opponents always just seem to uh have a magic eight ball or looking glass what's the one i'm thinking of <laughs> come on brain brain no worky i swear i get off the podcast and i'm like here's that word that you were thinking of Looking glass, looking glass. Ah. So I got, who do I got? I think I have no hands list here. Um, looks good. It's fun running Gigafin. Fun running, um, it's a fun, it's a fun deck to play. School teacher is just a cool card. Is that card broken, do you think? Do you think school teacher is tuned a little too much? I think that it is. You know what? I think school teacher knee should be touched. I think it should be changed to maybe a three-three body or a four-three body, just to be nice, um, because we are getting the one-one extra stats. So if you look at it just on a pure vanilla stats, right? Right now for four mana, you're getting a six-five, and you're discovering a spell that you get to play pretty much for free. Okay, I guess it's five mana technically then. Six, five mana with a free spell that costs three mana technically. So yeah, you know, I, I just went off on a little tangent here just because I've, I'm just realizing that pretty much every deck is like any slow paced medium control deck is running school teacher. That's one of those sneaky cards, man. It's one of those sneaky cards that is so good I bet you when you look at the stats for cards in the game, school teacher is probably up there for running one of the most amount of decks. You know, it's cool to see Bran have a resurgence. Bran was always a cool card, um, so I don't hate that. But yeah, school teacher, one that might be on the radar for getting touched in the future. I, maybe it won't because it doesn't feel like it feels bad playing against Warrior. They're always getting bashed. They're always getting shield slam. They're always getting whatever. So that'll be, but I suppose as the pool of cards grows uh, with more expansions coming out, that will not necessarily weaken, you know, uh, that card, but it will get more options, less consistent with finding certain uh, spells. So Curse Warlock, though, otherwise, um, seems pretty fun because they they changed some of the cards, made them cost a little less, gave them a bigger, better vanilla stats, um, annoying to play against. I'm going to play it. I played a lot of the mill lock earlier last month, uh, and I've had quite a lot of success with it. In fact, when I bust open my replays, 
I, I probably my warlock stats haven't changed. So let's see. Okay. Well, I'll read my main stats here in just a second. Is it going to show me my last 100 games with Warlock in a timely manner? Can I delay? Okay. In my last 100 games with Warlock, I have a 57% win rate. Um, but that's spanning back over a month ago. So what? Maybe just click on one of those decks just for fun to see what my deck was. That's Gimp. Uh, okay, there's some Murloc Warlock in there too. So yeah, that number is not... Um, yeah, Murloc Warlock. I'm not accurate for, for my overall. Now my last total 100 win games on my laptop here, I got a 60% win rate. It's pretty spread out. My little pie has all the colors in it. Druid. 20 games with Druid? What was I playing with Druid? Huh. Um... Paladin win rate, 81% out of 16 games. And that's not even including all the, that heater I went on today on my phone. I'm telling you, my Paladin is just a crush with that class. Demon Hunter, 13 games, 62% win rate. Warrior, 50%. Hunter, 11. Mage, 60%. Man. Oh. Yeah, I, I wish I... I wish I used to have be able to combine both of the stats with the phone and the, the computer because... It's easy to remember and be like, I just absolutely tore it up. I'm the best player ever. And then you look at the stats sometimes and you're like, oh, I went uh, five and four. I guess it wasn't as good as I thought. But uh, my stats are good on this laptop. Maybe they're not as good on my phone. But that would be interesting because most of the time when I play on my phone, I'm in a rush. I'm cooking. I'm in the bathtub. Yes, I said the bathtub. Don't You got to soak, man. Soaking is great. Hearth in the tub? Highly recommend. Um... But when I'm on my computer, I got my deck tracker. I'm a little bit more focused. And I mean, Hearthstone really, you know, when you think about your turn for a split second more, it makes a big difference um, than when you're rushing. How many times have we made a play and then right after you click the button, you're like, oh, what am I doing? Come on. I mean, that's a whole conversation in itself. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, slow down and play, people. I hate, I mean, I play fast and I appreciate when my opponents play fast too because then games move. But really, if you're playing to win, I mean, just slow it down. You, you know, make sure, think twice that it's the best move. Think it over twice. If you, uh, yeah, going to get that climb. So, yes, the Brawlzium started today. It's a thousand gold. Where is it? I don't even know how to get to these game modes. I don't do tavern brawls anymore. I used to until maybe about a year ago. And then I'm just, you know, on my birthday every year, once a year, I'll buy the premium $100 bundle. And that lasts me pretty much every card that I want to get with how much I play till the next year. And then I dust all my stuff during the expansion. So I used to play the brawl just to get the gold, to get the extra dust. But because I'm enough of a whale now at this point, I couldn't care less about the brawl. I don't know how the guy that runs brawl has a job still. He must be the nicest guy bringing everybody coffee at the office. <laughs> hey guys, um, you know, I spent all week thinking of a new brawl and uh, I'm going to do some um, portals again. Uh, you know, but here's some coffee. I got some good cappuccinos and uh, some good donuts. All right, Jim, we'll, uh, we'll let you keep your job for another week, but uh, come up with something new next week. I swear, I don't know. Um, although I'm looking, I'm looking at the homepage on Hearthstone too, and we still got a big fat mercenaries button there too. So never press that one. Couldn't tell you what that does. 
Um, I remember on launch day, I think I clicked it once or twice, but that is about it. You know, what's funny is I'm, I'm thinking about Hearthstone. So going back to my YouTube channel, I want to review Hearthstone the game. But what do you what do you say? Like it's not it's not just a, a Magic the Gathering, you know, it's not a competitive card game anymore. And I want I want more people to play it. I want it to be around for the next 10 years. Will it be? What do you think? You know, the, the the community seems to be moving on. We get these young guys that are at the end of their school years or they're playing it during school and then they finish up school and then they find something better to do and then they kind of never come back. I mean, I can think of so many streamers over the years who were around and then now they're not and they play other stuff now. So, and then we got Battlegrounds. Now, I do enjoy Battlegrounds. I don't enjoy watching it as many like other people seem to. When you see like the Crips and Asmos of the world and Twelve Winds and Salissas, like they still have a big audience of people, which is great. I like watching it for a few minutes here and there, but I'm surprised so many people like having it on. It's it's interesting to me. Um, once you get sucked into a game, don't get me wrong. When you when you get sucked in, it, it's awesome. But there's something about the competitive Hearthstone. So, like, if I'm going to review this game, I have to include talking about mercenaries. I have to include talking about brawls and duels in arena. Like, holy sh... I guess I could swear on this podcast. I haven't really thought about that yet. <laughs> you know? And then the solo adventures. Like, that's a lot of crap to do. That's a lot of stuff to reckon. When, when you're going to try and get somebody in this game, how are you going to explain all that to them? Just constructed Hearthstone is great. You know, Battlegrounds is great. It could have been its own game. You know, they had to put all this stuff under the umbrella. And how the hell are you going to market that? It makes recommending the game for a fan, for someone like me, it makes it very hard to recommend it to other people because it's so huge now. There's so much going on, you know? So like you guys if you're listening to this or girls or or whoever um love this game and i still i mean it's probably the best game i've ever played if i look at how much i've played it over the years it's kept me company i love that it's you can play it on multiple devices it's great i do i do enjoy the co-op aspect with battlegrounds now i play it with my wife in the same room that's really cool but like man if I was a, an achievement person who was trying to do the mercenaries, trying to do my duels, trying to do arenas here and there, you'd have no time left for anything else. So I really, that's, that's going to knock the, you know, a point off my score of this game. You know, if I, if I, my heart wants to give it, you know, a 10 out of 10, nine and a half out of 10 based on the gameplay, I'd knock some off just because of, I wish that it had multiple balance changes i wish each season meant something felt different so that's going to bring it down and then we have too much going on so now we're getting towards eight eight out of ten i mean it's really it's not because i still play more but I, i'm just trying to talk about what's going through my head as i'm considering doing a review for this game so i'd be curious to hear what you think about it what you think about the game how do you rate the game in 2022 what do you think it's going to be like in 2025 you know 
it's funny because Ben Brode, I saw, um, he was one of the original OG dudes with Hearthstone. He left a couple of years back and I liked the guy. He was a fun, fun guy. And, you know, he got the game rolling and he's, they're, they're launching a new game, Marvel Snap, which, hey, I hope it, I hope it does great. Maybe I'll check it out. I don't know if I could need to learn another giant game because <laughs> if it's anything like learning Hearthstone nowadays, which feels like a mountain to climb, but um, yeah, I hope those guys have some success. But people said that the game was better. You know, obviously as the game is around longer, little th things are going to get, you know, finely tuned. So it's tough to say if they would have improved without him and some of the other team, or is it in a good state now? I, I don't know. You know, some of the things that would have been more important to me, the tournament modes and things like that, they all got pushed on the back burner. And then we got things like mercenaries and duels. And so maybe we need some surveys. I'd love to see some surveys of people because maybe I'm wrong. Maybe mercenaries is great. Maybe the majority of Hearthstone players play mercenaries and duels. You know, I just wish they'd scrap all that. Sure, keep Battlegrounds in there. Keep constructed Hearthstone and make that just dialed in make make m multiple modes where you've got you know i don't know stuff for the net deckers stuff for the janky players like me you know they they almost did that with wild but it, again the, the monthly challenges they need change i'm not like i ding legend and i'm saying what could i do i mean i could ding legend on another server why the hell would i want to do that i could play wild <laughs> yeah i don't know no reason no reason to Oh, uh, one last thing before I go, I was going to talk about is I am almost at level 100 here. And that means I get some new rewards. I did pay for the Tavern Pass. Um, and so at 100, I get some new skins. There's a Demon Hunter, a Hunter. And I'm embarrassed. I don't even know who that third one is. Is it a Rogue? Is it a Priest? Um, Kaldori Vat? Oh, Vash, Kaldori Vash. Let's just quickly Google in Kaldori Vash. Let's see what comes up. Shaman. New Shaman skin. That's cool. Yeah, those are pretty slick looking skins. This whole Naga theme has had some dope art. The color schemes are great. This Hunter one's great. Demon Hunter one looks really cool. Uh, that Shaman one, I guess so. I don't really think of that as Shaman, but that's pretty neat. I was hoping for a Rogue one. These are all so badass. I do not enjoy the rogue skins. Okay. I'm just going to quickly look at the skins here because it's fun looking at skins. I have 10 out of 16. Who am I missing? I'm missing Eddie Van Cleef, Deo Chan Valera. Yeah, she's pretty dope. Um, oh, the garden party one. The black gladiator Valera. Oh, the mech dude. Yeah, he's all right. Oh, and Christmas one. Yeah, I didn't really love the Scabs ones. The Maev, the original Maev one's kind of cool. The new Maev is weird. Pirate Valera. <laughs> I got the Death Mantle one and then the Night Slayer one. And they're both pretty cool. But man, the Rogue, the rogue art needs a little love. They need to do something dope with Rogue. They, I feel like they could do so many cool, cool things. And all this Naga thing, that artist that they used, man. Get that dude doing some of the Rogue portraits. So, all right. I'll keep it under 30 today. Hope you guys have a great week and a great rest of the week. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.